Hello and welcome. I'm grateful for you. I'm so thankful that you're joining me for this second episode of the series Conversations in My Garden, a part of the Let Your Life Your Sermon podcast. I have a very special guest today who is joining us to talk about the power of purpose. So we're just going to get started and dive right in with Dr. Patricia Riley, who has been a mentor and a a leader for me for over 20 years. Over 20 years, Dr. Riley. Wow. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. We made it. (laughs) And still pushing forward. Still pushing forward. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast today for accepting my invitation. It is February 23rd. It's a few days before my 45th birthday. Can you believe it? Dr. Riley cheeses me that I don't actually have a birthday this year. So I'm going right. to leave your baby. But I'm <laughs> celebrating anyway. You're going to celebrate with me? That's a whole different conversation right there. But we, Yeah, we do celebrate. even though it's not your birthday this year. Oh, uh, man. Okay. We're going to have a great time. We're going to have a great time today. And uh, while we can't gather in person over the weekend, we have some... Uh, Wonderful events planned, starting with a prayer breakfast on Saturday, talking about the power of purpose. We have a prayer breakfast coming up, a virtual prayer breakfast. Bring your own breakfast. Listen, and starting out in this conversation, we just want to invite you to be a part of that. Go to our social media outlets. Go to mine at Vanetta L. West and also to Teachers to the Nations on Facebook and learn more about that and get the Zoom link to attend. We have some African art that we're auctioning off all for building this campus in Liberia. That's a huge part of uh, and a reflection of God's purpose for Dr. Riley's life and God's purpose for my life and most importantly, God's purpose for the lives of many, many people in Liberia, West Africa. We're honored uh, to be a part of what God is doing and what God is building. So that's what we're talking about today, the power of purpose. Purpose is important. One of the key things to purpose is understanding that we're made in the image of God. So we'll start there, Dr. Riley. When you think about the power of purpose, how important is it to understand whose image we are made in? Absolutely, positively essential. You know whose image you are made in. You know whose likeness you're created to walk in. That changes the whole dynamics of purpose. So a lot of people think purpose is what my parents want from me, what I've seen from others and I've picked pieces. Purpose really was designed by God for his children. So as children, I am an heir to my father's inheritance and he gives me purpose in that. It's like, what is it that my father has ordained for me to do? What is it that my father wants me to do? Jesus was very clear, very specific. He said, I must be about my father's business. He said, I only do what I see my father doing. I can only say what I've heard my father say. That gave him purpose. That gives us purpose. That gives us power too. Because the one that is uh, providing the purpose then, he is responsible for all the resources that are connected to the purpose. He's responsible for the the human resources as well as the the natural resources. Our our image is is in the one that has designed us, uh, created us, 
and formed us to do greater works. He knows the purpose he has for us, the plans he designed for us. And what we have to do then is get with him, see what his image is like through his word. He, he very clearly said that his word was sent. So every time we proceed from where we are going somewhere else, we should be in the image and likeness of the word that God is sending to fulfill the desires here on the earth. And there's a lot of work for us to do, but we get caught up. Dr. West, we get caught up in, in what man wants us to do or what's mm. the American dream. And we miss out on the original purpose and intent for our lives. Mm. Yeah, you said something key there. You talk about the word being sent. And in John 1, it talks about Jesus being the word who's been since the beginning. Let's talk for a moment about how the red letters help us understand our purpose. <laughs> you know, I like to talk about the red. How I like to say it, it, but in red, because I believe red letter, red letter, I believe, and I know you believe as well, that what Christ said and what Christ exemplifies in the body of Jesus, it's my phrasing for it because I believe it's important for us to understand Christ is eternal. He's always been. And at one point in, in history, he hit this body of, of Jesus. And but Jesus Christ, and it's not his first name and his last name, but he showed us how to fulfill purpose. How to, in, in human form, walk in spirit and fulfill what God has assigned us to do. Let's talk about the red letters. How does understanding the life and teachings of Christ help us fulfill our purpose? You know, you can read every month throughout this year. Just read the red letters. <clears throat> read the red letters. You will then know what is that image of God. And by reading the red letters, it will fill you up to where God begins to tell you what your purpose is. He begins to tell you what your destiny is. And then you can walk according to what you have read. We read over the red letters so fast and we are missing. That is his living example on the earth during his time frame. And it's so crucial to our life. Our purpose and our destiny is in the word of God. He is the word. So it's important to find out what the word says mm -hmm. so that we can go forward. And you know, yeah. greatness is inside of us. Greatness was in his image. Greatness is in us. Power was in his image. Power was in us. Royalty was in his image. Royalty is in us. And we've got, if you don't know that, you are turning your wheels. You're going around that mulberry bush. You are out there just playing. But you're not responding the way God wants us to respond because he's very specific in his word. Crucial. You know, you and I talk about the red letters all the time. <laughs> the red letters, I'm telling you. But what does the I word if we got over that? Because in the red letters, we see this example of the power of words in fulfilling our purpose the ability we went to this workshop dr riley and i where this prophet said god spoke light out of darkness and he spoke calm out of chaos well jesus in the gospels the four gospels i don't want to take for granted that everybody listening today knows the bible is familiar with these phrases there's an old testament and a new testament i explain this every bible study that i do online in the old testament 
and a New Testament. And in the New Testament of the Bible is when Jesus came and the story of him coming and living and dying and being resurrected and saving us is in the New Testament. And it's the first four books. It's called the four gospels. So in, in, in the four gospels is where we, we see these red letters. Red is, it denotes that Jesus said it, which is pretty significant for people who say they are Christians, which mm -hmm. means we are followers of Christ, supposed to be, mm -hmm. supposed to be. So <laughs> what Jesus Christ said should matter a whole lot to us. And more than that, what he did. But he had this way of communicating oh. that filled his purpose. Now, I, I've been thinking over the past few days a lot about how our attention on the devil distracts us from fulfilling our purpose. How we sing songs to the devil, how we pray, and you know, we spend a lot of time. When the scripture says, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus, when he's encountering uh, Satan after he's fasted and he's been in the wilderness, and Satan would say something to him. And Jesus, he didn't even in particular respond to him. But he was like, but God says, mm -hmm. but it is written. Can we talk for a moment about how knowing how to respond to a lie with the truth of who we are helps us fulfill purpose? I know we're going deep today, but I said, since I got Dr. Riley, I'll go on. <laughs> this one is so crucial because the, the Bible says that even the very elect would be fooled. It also indicates that we can hear a lie enough that we mm. can get but know that that lie is a, is the truth. When in actuality, there is no truth in it. The, the red letters help us to see and to understand that Jesus is truth. He doesn't do truth. He isn't going to come as truth. He just is in him. Just as we say, Jesus is love. He is truth. He cannot lie. There is no place for lying in him. And what he us as those that walk in his image hello those that walk in his image should walk in so much truth that there is no lie in you mm. allows us to be able to walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh he was so much in the spirit when he was tempted that he could not fulfill any of what Satan was saying because the word just you know when you're on a fast you have to gravitate to whatever it is that um, scripture that that chapter that verse that's going to fulfill you and give you food uh, Jesus had all the scriptures going through his mind when he was fasting so no matter what Satan came to mm -hmm. him he was like oh uh uh it is written oh no it is written it is not our opinion and so my image takes me to the place that christ represented so much power and authority because it wasn't what christ desired it was what his father desired and so he goes back to the word every time we've got to go back to the word every time i love you i i, I honor you your opinion cannot be higher than christ's word so yeah. it takes us back to where he originally intended for us to be and that's in line with who he is and so when he he looks at us and he said i made you after my image and after my likeness he wants us to be not only powerful here on this earth, but a heavenly power as well. 
Not that we're looking to go to heaven, but there is a place in the spiritual realm that we can get heavenly advice. And so yeah. heavenly wisdom, heavenly direction, that helps us with our purpose. But if you um, aren't familiar with the red letters, then all of that purpose and you're missing, you're missing. There were so many times the Pharisees, the Herodians, the Sadducees, they came at Jesus from the north, south, east, and west. Many times he didn't answer their questions directly. He answered their question with a question, causing you to think, causing you to process what, what it is you're asking. So that if you can process your own statement, you will realize, hey, that's a lie. And I processed that through myself. You know, mm -hmm. we, we have we have allowed someone else to to teach us the word and not to sit down and learn the word ourselves. The greatest teacher we have is the Holy Spirit that dwells within us because he doesn't even speak of him on his own self. He only speaks of Jesus and what Jesus says about us and our purpose. So we this time. This, you call it a pandemic if you want to. It is a time where we can really get to know who Christ is. And as the more we know about the red letters, the more we know about who Christ is, the, the more clearly our purpose is defined. It's defined and um, we're reminded. I, I've been reminded, especially during this time of the power of presence. Yes. Uh, the power of atmosphere, how we can, as a part of our purpose, create a certain atmosphere. I was talking to a staff from a, an organization this morning and saying, hey, you know, in order to do this, you have to create the atmosphere. And I had I explained what that meant. And more and more, I'm praying not just that I do something, but that I be something. And I believe that's a part of purpose. How do we shift uh, from doing to being as, as a key to fulfilling our purpose because I know now for us when we go to Liberia it's not always, it's not doing something, it's being. We're being words sent by God. We're being vessels to bring his love and to bring what he wants to build through us in that nation. How, how does being help and how do we get there? Because sometimes I think we stop people from being attracted to Christ because we make it about the doing. But often it's, for lack of better phrasing, who we be, who, who we know we're in the image of and how we show up. It's impossible to please God if you don't know that he is God and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. You know, we, we run after and we are diligent. We are faithful. Mm -hmm about the things of the world. If I want a new car, if I want a new house, I sit down with my accountant. I sit down with whoever I need to. I get mm. this great. I get that in order. You tell me my, my, my credit needs to be fixed. I do this. I do that. I, I, I'm diligent about it. But how many of us are diligent about the word of God? And that diligence really pushes us into that place of being. Now I don't have to fake it till I make it because you can't do that with Christ. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you either are one that is called a disciple or you're not. He wants us to be disciplined. 
and to seek after him. And, you know, you, you don't start at the top. And I think right. that's a, a lot of concerns or issues with different people is they want to start up here. You can't start at the top. You have to start from where you are and be consistent and be confident and be diligent. If if you all, you know, when I was teaching teacher training, I said, if you don't know the 10 scriptures, know those 10. Be confident in those 10. Be able to utilize those 10 with application and just walk in the fullness of those 10. Now, once you do that, God gives you more. Unto whom much is given, he gonna give you more because he said you were diligent, you were faithful over a few things. Mm -hmm. So gonna make you ruler over other things. I think with us moving in this time, we've gotta move in a place of, of assurance. <laughs> Blessed assurance, as the good old, old saints would say, a, a place of confidence in knowing yeah. that my father is king. So if my father is king, and he, he is king and he wanted me to experience what being a king was all about. So he placed me here on this planet and gave me dominion, gave me rulership, gave me ownership, gave me stewardship so that I can indeed feel what it feels like to be a king. So mm. what does, in order to be that king, I've got to read the red letters because the king of the earth came in Jesus Christ. And so as I began to, to get all that I have from Jesus, I realized that, hey, I, I'm being without doing. It just becomes automatic. People want to do Christ, and Christ wants us to be. The highest mm -hmm. compliment that you can give to anyone is to duplicate to represent exactly. the person in their pure image. So God wants us to be at the place to where we can duplicate him in the pureness of who he is. And, and then I don't have to pretend, I don't have to act. I'm moving right. to element and I am just there, just flowing because God is, he never leaves us, he never forsakes us. His spirit always dwells in us and he tells us as we're moving. Now, he's not going to tell us if we're not going anywhere. Nobody has to, um, uh, there's a parked car and you can't follow a parked car. You got to be moving. You got to be going somewhere. You got to be doing something so that God can go with you and be with you. And then you get in a place, you're so confident in who you are. You just be. Yeah. When you find those things that you know this is who I am, that's a, a powerful place. And that's the power of purpose, knowing who we are, knowing whose image we're made in, knowing what we shouldn't even be pulled into because Amen. that doesn't fulfill my purpose. Even our language, our words, what we speak, uh, what we're excited about. I, I often think about Jesus telling the disciples, basically, you shouldn't even be excited because you can cast out demons. What's that? I, I know. He said, <laughs> I will help. And this is one of my favorite scriptures because I laugh when I read it. Because I said, Jesus sometimes says some stuff. He said, I beheld Satan as he felt like lightning from the sky. I, I think back and I said, God probably just flicked him out. That's it. And he just fell quickly. Mm -hmm. But in our purpose, we have to think we're, we're created to bring heaven here to earth. Yes. And if we get caught up in that and think about how to actualize that, that it is more, it's not this thing where 
it's, it's super, super, we can't see it, but it's tangible. You know, the kingdom, when we bring it, our communities change, our, our churches change, our, our companies change, our lives change. And that's a part of our great purpose in God. That's wonderful, Dr. Riley. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for talking about the power of purpose. I love it. Anything and any time that we can spend talking and encouraging others to spend time with God. He is powerful and yet he is so gentle and he will take us wherever we are and bring us to where he wants us to be. All we've got to do is be those that's willing to give up our will to receive mm -hmm. he has for us. Now his will for us is to prosper us, to give us hope and a future. Absolutely.